there, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Pop Culture After Dark. Abel and Vani here with another week of celebrity messiness. Hello, my friend. Hey. Yeah, we're tired. This, y'all, if you're not <laughs> listening in Texas, it's fucking hot here. It's hot. And then ERCOT mm-hmm. talking about have your AC on 83 all day long. Let's see. Who? Ercot. Let's see uh, Governor Abbott. Let's see what his mansion's at. And then... 88. You know his AC's <laughs> on 50. Uh-uh. Motherfucking bet. Bet. Come put my... They can come put my thermostat on 80-something. They can try. Anyways, let's move on. Today, we are talking about our friends, the UKans, Megan and Harry. Uh, Cardi B... James Cameron, Harry Styles, Kesha, Dr. Luke, Kendall Jenner, Larsa Pippen, Amanda Bynes, Courtney Kardashian, Travis Barker, Barker, BB Rexa, Ava Max. So let's talk about our friends in the UKs. Meghan Markle, y'all. First of all, I'm sick of them. Her and Harry, I'm sick of them. Here we go. Here we go. Well, Megan and Harry Megan had a podcast on deal with Spotify that was like a multi-million dollar deal. But Spotify has since canceled that podcast called Archetypes. So it's been coming out. Things have been unraveling since uh, Spotify announced that they parted ways. And it was actually like, it was kind of like Megan interviewing guests and things. But reports are now coming out saying that Megan um, was actually not even interviewing the guests, uh, actually adding her voice later to make it seem like it was actually a real conversation. So basically, she was having someone like an editor read the question to someone, they would answer them, and then later she would go and add her pieces in as if they were having a one-on-one conversation, and her voice was edited in in um, post-editing. so there's actually like some proof to back this up. <clears throat> there, there was a writer named Allison Yarrow who posted about the time on her recording of Archetypes and said that it was very awkward and just that the, they quoted her, the Duchess, difficult, like difficult Duchess talking about Megan and that um, people really were just using the, the difficult word as a better word for the bitch word. They were saying Megan's really just a bitch. So, um, what are your thoughts? I can't imagine how this would work. I don't know how, because like when we have conversation, we get like real reactions out of each other. And, um, hers was just an audio podcast, but what do you, how do you, I mean, you're taking over, you know, Vani, a surprise, Vani is now running the local influencers podcast where she'll be doing interviews of entrepreneurs, creators, business owners, people doing good in the community. And can you imagine the, like what we've done local influencers in like how how would that happen? No, I I I can't like I can't put it together in my mind like make it make sense. How are you it, it just be like us right now. Like how you know what I mean? You, you don't have that real-time reaction. Mm. I and what was the problem with her actually being the one interviewing them? Like is she just does she not want to or is she just was like, nah, I want a podcast, but I don't want to talk to people. <laughs> yep, and that's because the podcast uh, with Spotify was actually worth $20 million. Oh, for $20 million, I'm talking whoever the fuck you want me to fucking talk to. That's stupid. Mm-hmm. Like, nothing. 
I was like, you said her name and I was like, oh, girl, who was chasing you today? Yeah. So <laughs> rumors are also having it that Netflix is reevaluating their relationship with the Markle and Harry, Prince Harry, uh, because they all feel all these networks and platforms are feeling like they're overpaying for their return like, on investment is not worth it. So there's rumors uh, circulating that Prince Harry and Meghan, they might be fizzling out. I mean, I'm over it. Mm. <laughs> I'm over it. I'm over them. Okay, big deal. Whatever. So what now? Mm. Yeah, I'm like, whatever. The UKans, they're all... It's huh? a fuck their mess. They are a mess. <laughs> all right. Messy. What's going on with BB Rex? Because uh, she's not someone we normally would talk about, but I know that there's some... I've seen some videos on Instagram. I'm like, oh, girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I I I had to ask you how to pronounce her name. Yeah. I was like, how do you pronounce this chick's name? I mean, I know her music and stuff like that, but she was actually hit in the face with an iPhone mid-concert Sunday night, mm. and she needed medical attention. It She had to get stitches. That's how bad it was. Um, this 27-year-old hurled his phone at her and he was immediately taken to police custody following the incident at Pier 17 in New York City, and he's being charged with assault. Now, they put out a statement and said, um, NYPD said, said on Sunday, June 18th, um, they were notified of an assault that occurred at the concert um, there at Pier 17, um, saying it was intentional, and he meant to hit her in the face, so he was trying to hurt her. And, uh, yeah, that's crazy. His name is Nicholas. Um, uh, <laughs> it looks like malvagina, <laughs> but mal, <laughs> it's M-A-L-V-A-G-N-A, <laughs> vagina, whatever, that fool, <laughs> he was arrested and charged with assault. Um, but I don't know, he's saying that he didn't mean to hurt her, um, he just wanted her to catch his phone <laughs> and take a selfie with it, um. But other people in the audience are saying, no, he meant to hit her. So right now that's his defense. Yeah, because the other people, like other videos that I saw were like, he didn't like toss the phone at her. He like aimed at her and like violently mm -hmm. threw it. Violently threw the phone. Yeah, it's it it's bad. <laughs> like the when it hits her, you're like, oh, like I'm looking at the video right now. It's pretty, it smacked her real good in the face. Didn't, and you said she had to get stitches that and stuff, right? She had to get stitches. Yes. Yes. It cut her face wide open. Mm, that is wild. That's I did. I would be so. I do like that she uh, posted on Instagram afterwards, though, like to one of her own songs, something about like she's okay. Like she posted. Mm -hmm. it, I was like, that's pretty cool. Like of her to like, I don't know, but I can't imagine. I'd be pissed. I'd be like, I would press all the charges on them. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just, I really, really think that's crazy. Um, but the same thing also happened to the next person that we can bring up. And that's Ava Max. Now, Ava Max, we've never mentioned her. She is, um, I think her song is called Head to Head and Heart or something. She's a pop star. Um, but just a couple of days later, after Rexa had that happen, she also was hurt on stage. Mm. But she went like, she was a crazy, a crazy fan. Like, Tron smacked her in the face. Like, when she got too close to the fans. Like just smacked her, just hit her, and she went on with the concert like nothing happened. Nope, couldn't be me. We have nothing in common. Nothing in common. I'd be throwing. <laughs> she both. said, 
He slapped me so hard that he scratched the inside of my eye. He's never going to come back to a show again. Thank you to the fans for being spectacular in LA. So he was also arrested for assault. Um, but the audacity of these fans, like, why are they, what? What makes them want to do that? And they're both guys. They were both guys. Oh my god, that's fucking wild. People are psycho. But now we're gonna stay with our musicians and talk about Harry Styles. So something opposite of this happened at a Harry Styles concert. He's rec- he's on tour right now, um, the Love on Tour in Europe, and <clears throat> so he there was a TikTok video that was kind of trending all over. And there was an audience member who caught like Harry's attention. He was like waving him on because there was a fan who's actually pregnant and there was like, like she couldn't get through. And there was like an emergency, like, you know, for people that don't, maybe you don't know. Well, I don't know if Bonnie does, but like people that are listening don't know. It's like when they're, when a woman is pregnant, a female is pregnant and they have to pee, they have to pee. And so they were like pausing, like they were like telling him like, Hey, like, hello, like there's a pregnant girl here. And so like, he actually, Harry like saw it. He stopped it and he said, do you want to go for it? He said, you should go for a wee. I think we all agree that you go for a wee, don't we? And so he paused (laughs) the entire concert. And then he said, you know, her name was Sion. So it's Sion, Sion, you won't miss a thing. If you hurry up, you won't miss a thing. So he actually paused the entire concert he just kind of talks to the show until she was back in there and ready to listen for the concert. That is amazing. Mm-hmm. That is, I love Harry Styles though. So that could talk about the complete opposite of what the fuck happened with those hoes that we talked about. I mean, not those hoes, but you know, <laughs> those girls that we talked about. Those hoes or those guys. <laughs> Let me pull a Marlene. Edit it out. Yeah, yeah. Edit it out. No, no editing here. We don't do that. But yeah, so oh my God. that is wild. People are wilding out. And now I want to talk about Kesha and Dr. Luke. Uh, they have had a lawsuit for the longest time. It's been just over a decade uh, legal battle over uh, accusations of SA happening uh, from mm-hmm. back in 2014. Uh, this is whenever the, everything happened, but uh, like the they started going to court for you know these accusations that started in 2005. So her filing was actually in Los Angeles, and it's been reported that after in 2020, Kesha was ordered to pay $374,000 um, to Luke. <clears throat> they have now reached an agreement and a settlement. On Thursday, to the day of recording this, both parties. Uh, shared a joint statement on social media announcing that they've reached a settlement. Kesha said, quote, only God knows what happened that night. As I have always said, I cannot recount everything that happened. I am looking forward to closing the door on this chapter of my life and beginning a new one. I wish nothing but peace to all parties involved. And then Dr. Luke says, quote, while I appreciate Kesha again acknowledging that she cannot recount what happened that night in 2005, I am absolutely certain that nothing happened. I never drugged or assaulted her and would never do that to anyone. Um, For the sake of my family, I have vigorously fought to clear my name for nearly 10 years. It is time for me to put this difficult matter behind me and move on with my life. I wish Kesha well. So what are your thoughts? You know, it, I don't know. At the end of the day, they're, they are right. Like, 
nobody really knows what happened. I mean, but she was claiming she was drugged and stuff like that. So if you are drugged, if you are, of course, you're not going to remember everything that went on that night. I think she was backed up against a wall and she had to, you know, reach a settlement, reach an agreement. And probably her statement was part of that agreement, which sucks for her because even though like she didn't get justice, you know, her fan, her fan base still very much uh, stands behind her and believes her. Yeah. So now let's talk about Courtney Kardashian. <laughs> oh, this chick. Okay. So I'm pretty sure you've seen it. You saw she's pregnant. Hello. She's pregnant. But the big deal about it is she, um, the way she announced her pregnancy supposedly to Travis, um, they were at a blink 182 concert. She was up in the front row where she held up a sign that said, Travis, I'm pregnant. Now, you know, these guys, they know how to make a scene. They know how to make their announcements. Everything is for TV, all that good stuff. Um, she's 44. Hey girl, more power to you. They had been trying for a while. Um, they were using, uh, IVF and, you know, just all the other means to try and get pregnant. Congratulations, sure, she's pregnant. But a lot of fans are saying that, you know, it was just disingenuous. Travis already knew. Her belly is so big. He knew. Like, it would have been so much cuter and better if he didn't know. If it really was a, hey, Travis, I'm pregnant, that she just should have said, hey, world, I'm pregnant. Yeah, so this, I saw the criticisms that you're saying, but this actually, um, Travis did know about it, but this was their announcement to the rest of the band members and to the world because it's actually a play off of one of Blink-182's music videos. There's a girl in the crowd in one of the music videos that says, hey, Travis, I'm pregnant. And so, Courtney, they recreated that for the for the world mm -hmm. to find out. And according to other people, like, there was no cameras. Like, the, like the Kardashians weren't filming, allegedly. Who, I doubt that shit. But allegedly, like, it was just, like, them. But it was really more so for the band members. They hadn't told the band members. And so they thought it'd be a cute idea for them to recreate that music video. Which I mm -hmm. thought that was cute. After that came out, I thought that was cute. That is cute. Like, I, yeah, that is cute. I mean, weren't the kids there, too? I didn't, didn't I see North there in the front with her in one picture? I don't know. They got so many kids in that family. I don't know who's who. I know. I know. I know. But <laughs> I don't know who's child Either way, their congratulations. I mean, they're pregnant. Congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> <Yay>. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's talk about her sister, Kendall Jenner. So Kendall Jenner recently had an interview with WSJ Magazine. So that's the Wall Street Journal. And she said in a recent interview that she's much more of a, quote, Jenner. She said, I obviously understand I fall under the umbrella of the Kardashian sisters. It's just weird to me because I am just like my dad in so many ways. I'm such a Jenner, in my opinion. Uh, she also called herself a daddy's girl and said that from the very beginning, like she has tried to just different, differentiate herself from her family and that she takes her modeling career seriously. And that like, that's why if you ever watched Cupid the Kardashians when she first started modeling, it was a big deal to her for her mom and everyone to actually not go to her photo shoots and her runways because she didn't want any models or anyone there to think that she was only there because of a TV show realistically Kendall Jenner obviously she got her door the door was opened because of her family but I think she's stayed in that world because of her talent now you know 
but for her i think for her to say that she'd be ignorant to say like she's not where she is because of her family i think in my opinion i think she'd be ignorant to say that you know like and now is she a successful model in her own right now yes but to say or i think she'd be ignorant and i'm not saying she said that i'm just thinking like i don't know It'd be ignorant because she said, you know, quote, I was born into this life. I didn't choose this life. I'm not good at it. Uh, I do it and I've learned to do it um, is one of the last quotes that she said. So what are your thoughts about Kendall Jenner saying she doesn't identify? She is different from all the other girls. You know, more power to her, more power to her for her wanting to disassociate from, you know, I guess that almost like circus, what it is, you know, she's serious about her modeling. She's, you know, she is, she's different and she is a Jenner. She isn't a Kardashian. That's very true. Even though, you know, her mom is, I mean, but even like her mom's not a Kardashian. What's her mom's maiden name? You know what I mean? Like at the end of the day, she is not a Kardashian. Yeah, so I, I applaud her for that. And I bet you it makes her, you know, her mom, dad feel really good too. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Let's move on and chat about Amanda Bynes. So we all know that Amanda Bynes has been in a psychiatric hold amid concerns of her mental state. Uh, it's been revealed today, according to TMZ, that she will remain under doc- the care of doctors for at least another week uh, after being detained again uh, last weekend for a mental health evaluations. Uh, so last, the, the L.A. Police Department on Saturday morning of last week took Amanda Bynes into custody following a call for a woman in distress, though she reportedly looked calm when spotted with authorities. Uh, earlier this week, she was confirmed to have been placed on a 5150 psychiatric hold. Again, this isn't the first time this has happened. It's been multiple times this happened to her. So the hold can last, uh, you know, as long as 72 hours. But again, doctors have went to the court and said that she needs to remain under the care and they're going to spend the extended time to focus on a treatment for her, including medications and therapy. So um, she was in a conservatorship for the longest time, but a judge ended that in March of 2022. And so Amanda Bynes' mom is no longer in charge of her. But just after she had a uh, mental break in March of this year, 2023, she was seen strolling naked through L.A. People are starting to say, like, hey, like, it's people, I think we've talked about it with Britney Spears. These things, conservatorships happen for a reason. You know, there's all kinds of people that struggle with mental health in America and the world, and not everyone is on a conservatorship. But I think that these things happen for a reason and for a judge to take someone off of it and then this happens i wonder at what point is it like shame on the judge for doing that as well like did they feel pressure to like what happened so what are you yeah no no i agree like what came into play with that (laughs) did uh did money exchange hands did the judge see something that we didn't what's going on um but I am glad that they are keeping her there and getting her the help that she needs and everything. When that story broke where she was walking naked through the streets, I was like, oh, yeah, no, she needs help. Mm-hmm. So one of the main stories we're going to talk about today is the submersive ship that was lost in on the way down to the Titanic. Um, 
we, this is not a news podcast. We're not CNN or Fox News. We are reporting on it because it's a pop culture and it is a pop culture reference in many ways with different um, celebrities involved. And so that's how we're kind of tying it in. And so, Bonnie, you kind of want to go first and talk about the submersive issue and kind of James Cameron and everything. Right. So just to catch people up, if if they're unaware, Ocean Gate launched its Titan submersible and um, it they, you know, boasted about offering trips down to the Titanic for two hundred and fifty thousand dollars a person. And apparently it's taken several voyages down there without any issues. And on this voyage, um, there were five people on it, not the CEO, but there was also a few billionaires on there. Uh, British explorer Hamish Harding is one of them, diver Paul Henry, a Pakistani businessman, Mr. Dawood, and his 19-year-old son, Sluman. Um, I hope I pronounced that right. Uh, now, unfortunately, they are all... Um, considered deceased at the, the current time. Now they were able to locate one. Let's go back. So when they were going down to the Titanic, they lost, um, they lost touch with the submersible about an hour and 45 minutes into the dive. And uh, after that, it just turned into a huge, like, you know, they were looking for them. Coast Guard, like a bunch of other entities were coming together to try and locate the submersible. Uh, the problem that they're having uh, that they had is that, if they find them, how are they going to get them? Because it's so far down there. There's no way for them to go down there and get them. So they had to wait for the proper equipment to go down there and, and just kind of like comb the, the ocean floor to see if they could find them. What they did end up finding was a debris field about uh, 1,400 feet away from the hull of the Titanic. And they did, you know, say that it was the uh, submersible that imploded while it was going down there. So, um the thing of the the thing with that is that this has sparked such a debate and controversy online everywhere twitter tiktok you know everyone is at, like the memes and and everything that has come out with it is just crazy insane people are on other like both sides of the spectrum with it like oh it's sad you know cuz you know they lost their lives but is it really sad when you sign waivers and contracts and you know what you're getting yourself into and you also had a chance to inspect this thing so this thing is not any kind of approved by any kind of or regular uh, regulatory services or anything like that as a matter of fact it had questionable technology in it um that former employees had launched complaints about it they found that several components on the inside were compromised of like makeshift consumer goods. One of them being like a really old game controller, um, basic lights, fixtures, simple parts, all that good stuff. So at the end of the day, people are like, you know, how sorry can you feel for someone that kind of knew what they were getting themselves into? Now, James Cameron came out and he was not mincing words about what was going on, about what happened. So he's catching a lot of heat because he's blaming the uh, submersible tragedy on the captain and comparing it to the shipwreck, saying that, you know, hey, that captain fucked up just like the captain in Titanic did, you know, all for ego or whatever. That was his hot take on the implosion. And you know it basically killing five people. So James Cameron got on got on, got online and was like, "Eh, fuck that captain. That captain messed up." Uh, so I have a lot of 
I think like most people have a lot of opinions on it. Um, so James Cameron said that, but it's like they were basically this submersive. It's not even a submarine. It it <laughs> actually relies on a ship for everything. Like they can't do anything but like basically move with like the PlayStation what looks like a PlayStation remote control, like for the game, video game, mm-hmm. all they do is like move it up and down and sideways. And they have no control over anything at all. So I also agree with the internet when it's like, how can you feel sorry for people that have spent $250,000 each person to get on this for a chance to see the Titanic wreckage because there's been people on it that have gone three times and have not seen any of the Titanic wreckage because there's no guarantee because it's so dark down there that you're going to see it. Um, How can you feel sorry for them when they sign a waiver that has the word mentions the word death more than three times? Not only that, it's like, I understand that they're Americans and they're or they're, they're human beings and stuff, but it's like they signed waivers and stuff. But what about in one of our group chats today, someone mentioned like, what about the refugees that are coming across in on rafts and that are drowning and dying trying to get into America? Where's the government help in that situation? Why are we putting all of our government resources into the rich man's because it's rich billionaires on this ship i feel like that's why it's and i think the immediate attention is not so much because they were billionaires but the media attention is coming from this the sim the fact that it's the titanic i think that's the piece mm-hmm. but it's like i feel like where's all that energy from the governments for all these refugees and all these people that are fleeing countries for they're pleading for help and everyone's like, absolutely not. But then you get a little submersive boat filled with five billionaires, and it's all of a sudden all hands on deck. Why? Yeah. I feel like Ocean Gate should foot the bill for that. Because yeah. that's our money. It's a taxpayer man. money that's helping. Yeah. And of course, they're human beings, whatever. I get it. I'm not being, I'm just being like objective. Like, you know what I mean? We, no, I agree. And then there was like a father mm-hmm. and son on there. How selfish of them to think to sign a waiver three times that they're going to die and not thinking about their other family members. And that's what's heartbreaking to me is like, how selfish can you be to think about this is a cool experience for me and my son. But what about your other family members when you're signing a piece of paper that says you may die three times, more than three times? You don't think about your other family members? Yeah, no, at that point, I like. If it says one time, I'm questioning it. Girl, like, I don't even want to get on the what? Rattler roller coaster at Tech Six Flags. So I'm like, they don't, you don't have to sign a waiver there. And I'm like, no, I could die. We're not doing that. Oh, yeah, no. I, I won't do that either. I'm with you on that shit. I'm on the ground being everybody else's cheerleader because fuck that. Um, nope. Not going to do that. So they, they knew what they were getting into. The, the funny thing about the son, you mentioned the this, this son. Allegedly, he was texting, messaging with an OnlyFans model on his way down to the Titanic, and it stopped. You know when they lost, when he lost signal or whatever. But he was texting an OnlyFans model, "Hey, babe, I'm going to see the Titanic." Mm. Well, <laughs> that kind of brings it to Cardi B going at it with one of the other sons, like a billionaire son that was on that ship. Uh, you know, Cardi B gave her hot take on it, you know, 
she's slamming uh stepson stepson and all this shit and basically this guy named brian the, the tweets have since been deleted but his at from twitter is at audio guy 182 just so y'all all know uh cardi b <laughs> was slamming him over you know everything she's going off on him uh talking about like how disgusting he was or whatever and then brian said i uh, at i am cardi b what a piece of trash uh piece of shit trashy celeb Cardi B trying to get clout off me and my family's suffering i went to a blink 182 concert for coping rather than sitting at home and watching the news shame on you cardi b get some class she was talking shit because this billionaire son the world is holding their breath for his family, and he's at a Blink-182 concert. <laughs> and he has the nerve well, to come for Cardi B. Yeah, and he was just telling her how, he was also saying how, like, okay, you haven't made a, a good record in forever, whatever. Like, he did, he came at her, uh, you know, a lot. But he was also among him and OnlyFans. You know what? I feel like OnlyFans models have just been around me a lot this week. I've been talking a lot about OnlyFans models. Um, but he was actually, like, on Twitter, he commented, like, an OnlyFans model wrote something about needing a place to sit or something like that, and she was showing her ass. And he was like, oh, over here, my face, or something like that. And then on the bottom, he put but play, prayers, please, for my families. For my, what? What? The audacity! <laughs> and then he got on his stories and was telling everybody that he had less than $100 in his bank account. And he was struggling. And that's why he was just, you know, he got a ticket for the concert and, and, and decided to go. Big deal. You uh, better change the subject before seem... I get canceled. <laughs> he didn't seem quite right that's all i'm saying we're gonna change the subject because i'm gonna get canceled <laughs> i'm gonna say a lot of shit that child anyways we're gonna talk and end the show on a lighter note larsa pippen and scotty pippen so scotty pippen was a huge nba star back in the day i remember watching him on chicago bulls with michael jordan uh well uh his ex-wife is actually in the news now because she is a real housewives of miami star you know i always have to have my reality tv i love larsa she was also kim kardashian's ex-best friend one of her ex-best friends well they divorced they separated they were married in 1997 decided to part ways in 2016 okay 2016 what year are we 2023 we're eight years almost going on 10 years close to 10 years they've been divorced well uh they Scotty has since officially filed for his retirement. They have four children together, mind you. He has two adult sons. And then their last child was born in 2008. So she is over 18, isn't she? No. Mm. No. Mm. No. 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 Well, anyway, so anyways, no. they have two adult kids out of the four. <laughs> um, well, so in 2023, this year, Scotty Pippen's net worth is currently at $20 million. But during his 17 seasons in the NBA, which is a long time to play basketball, he made um, $109 million by itself in that. So Larsa, has an, as by herself, has a net worth of $10 million because she also does like a fashion line and, you know, they always do something. Mm -hmm. Well, their divorce settlement came uh, finally, like the papers are all out. And people have, uh, there's, uh, I hate this shit. I hate when there's a source, a person, bitch, it was probably one of them said, quote, 
I can confirm that Scotty and Larsa Pippen are now divorced. Uh, the divorce was finalized on December 15, 2021. Uh, he added all, um, the source added all issues are resolved amicably. Uh, the parties are now focusing on successfully co-parenting at the remaining minor children. Again, which are two children that are minors. So people are like, well, how much did Larsa get? Well, she got exactly half of Scotty Pippen's 401k. Even though they've been they've been separated for almost ten years, they she got exactly the judge granted her exactly half of all finances that were Scotty Pippins. Yeah, that you know, and that's that's the that's honestly the norm. If you've been with somebody for ten plus years, that's the norm. They will get half of the retirement. They could end up getting uh, half of everything, no matter how long they were separated for. The if the marriage lasted ten plus years, say bye bye to half of your What retirement. an idiot for not having a prenup. But then I guess yep. he wasn't shit when she met him. You know what I mean? Oh, that's true. So, oh, by the way, the kid's fourteen. Yeah. Not me with two kids born in two thousand. Girl, I'm asking you. Well, to end all of this drama off, it is, you know, I just, I mentioned at the beginning of the story that Scottie Pippen, I remember him for playing Chicago Bulls with Michael Jordan. Well, mm -hmm. Larsa Pippen has been romantically in a relationship, situationship with Marcus Jordan, Michael Jordan's son, and Larsa and him have an age gap of 16 years. No. Yes, girl. Oh. My God, go girl, get it, girl. So what? her ex-husband, she's dating her ex-husband's ex-teammate's son. Weren't Pippin and Jordan like, like really best good friends. friends? Best, best friends. <laughs> so she said, fuck that. I'm not going to fuck with the bestie. I'm going to fuck with the bestie son. Yes, girl. Okay, okay. <laughs> That's a new level of get it, bitch. <laughs> queen goals hello mood oh my god this is stupid <laughs> i figured that this was a good way to end the podcast after all of that um messiness with the submersive ship and everything so uh yeah i thought bonnie would like that little cherry on top <laughs> not me going to follow larissa larissa like <laughs> larissa not me going to follow her hey bestie <laughs> i love What's you bestie. Up, girl? <laughs> So yeah, that is it for this week's podcast. Uh, I briefly mentioned it earlier, but officially we announced it today. Bonnie is taking over as permanent host of uh, the Local Influencers, which is our network's flagship show. It was the very first show created for this network. Bonnie is taking over. I am stepping back. I will still be on the team for the Local Influencers, so I'll be doing her editing. I'm helping her with her scheduling and all that because we all know Bonnie is not a producer. Bonnie's and, and a I'm lot not. of things, but she cannot do the behind the scenes shit. <laughs> no, so, absolutely. I not literally, I out. literally told Bonnie, you just have to hit a button. She said, no, no. <laughs> so I tried. I'm still joining it. I'm just doing a more hands off. Bonnie's running the social media and everything. We're excited for season nine to be taken over by Bonnie. Uh, Bonnie, do you are you what are you most excited about to share with our listeners for the local influencers? I am just so excited to share like 
not really a super serious side of me, but definitely a different side than what you're going to see on Bitches Who Brunch and even here on Pop Culture. I'm going to get to sit down and really dig deep with some of these entrepreneurs and business owners and stuff and, and find out like what really motivates them and drives them and stuff. And it just, it, it's an area I love to be in. And I love, you know, networking and promoting and, and, you know, helping other people get out there and everything. So that that's what I'm most excited for. Yep. And we, um, we, I mean, I was doing it locally, but really anywhere, any entrepreneur, uh, small business owner, no matter where you're listening, if you're making a positive, the whole mission behind the local influencers is if you're making a positive change and doing positive for your neighborhood, for the area you live in, you are a local influencer. So you can definitely apply to be on the podcast. Um, you can visit the um, Bonnie's calendar at the local influencers on Instagram. It's in their bio. Just click on it and her availability is there for the next four weeks. So we make it very simple. Um, and if you're and you don't have to own a business, you could be a content creator, just someone creating, doing good. That's the whole mission behind the local influencers. And I am so happy that Bonnie's taking it over. There isn't anyone else I would trust. Um, with my baby, I told Bonnie as I was tucking my post yesterday, I got a little emotional, um, but I am super excited because I'm like, it's like a lot of stress off my back and it keeps on living and growing. So I'm excited for that. For all of our listeners here, we are excited for pop culture because we are going to start having some of our friends on and guests on. They do guest hosting with talking shit about some of these celebrities. So stay tuned for that. We're very excited, <laughs> but yeah, that is it. Thank you guys for listening. I will catch you guys next week. Have a good one. Bye.